Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Brian Crawford, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Wolin, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B ticket patrons Jeff and Paige Orton and Joshua and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Angel DeBlock, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has Sleeping Beauty Castle with a horse-drawn streetcar in front. If you look closely on the right, you can see the wishing well, and on the left, Winnie the Pooh and a handful of guests taking photos in front of the castle. On the back it reads, Sleeping Beauty Castle, Fantasyland. A horse-drawn streetcar arrives at the end of Main Street, where guests disembark for Sleeping Beauty Castle, gateway to the wonderful land of fantasy, where dreams actually come true for the young at heart. It's postmarked June 7, 1975, with a U.S. Postal Service cancel, and a 10-cent We Hold These Truths Jefferson Memorial postage stamp, Scott number 1510. Let's assume they visit the park on Friday, June 7, 1975, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. The weather was a high of 70 and a low of 50. It's addressed to Claire Harris of Los Angeles, California. It reads, 6775, nice to talk with you yesterday. Glad this 370 plus is 128 and hope it continues on a prayer reducing diet. MBE are at Yosemite today and are going to Redwood City tomorrow. So we are watering today and tomorrow. Hope to hit Yosemite nine times this summer. By the time you get this, you should be about a sophomore. Love, M and D. This is near the end of the postcard series around this family. I'm not sure if they stopped sending postcards in 1975, or stopped going to Disneyland in 1975, or just ran out of Disneyland postcards in 1975. In any case, 1975 was Disneyland's 20th anniversary, and some notable guests visited the park, including the Emperor and Empress of Japan, and at the end of the year, Jimmy Stewart was a guest narrator for the candlelight procession and ceremony. When looking up information about Jimmy Stewart in Disneyland, I found a photo of Stewart in Fantasyland riding on a Mr. Toad car with his kids. I also came across an article by Hugh Feinberg on cinemascholars.com about an Alfred Hitchcock movie script that had some scenes set in Disneyland. The movie was titled The Blind Man and focused on Jimmy Stewart's character, a blind jazz pianist named Jimmy Shearing. He receives a life-changing transplant operation allowing him to see again. The twist, in typical Alfred Hitchcock fashion, is that the original donor was murdered, and Jimmy Shearing had visions of being shot while watching a Wild West show in Disneyland. During this vision, Shearing could also see the killer and realize he had seen the same man at Disneyland earlier in the day. There would have been a chase scene throughout Fantasyland. Then, the two men, Shearing and the killer, would end up in Long Beach on the Queen Mary for the climax of the film. 
There were two issues with making this movie. One was that Jimmy Stewart had a very busy schedule, and two, Walt Disney disliked Hitchcock movies. Specifically, Walt did not like Psycho, and forbid the movie to be made in Disneyland, probably after reading Hitchcock's quote saying the entire movie could be made in Disneyland. Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail. Whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope, or adding a theme stamp to the back of your mail, be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has Mickey Mouse leading the Disneyland band into Town Square. In the back you can see City Hall, and just to the side of Mickey Mouse is one of the Town Square cannons. On the back it reads, Mickey Mouse and Disneyland Band. One of Disneyland's favorite characters, Mickey Mouse, generates excitement and activity as he leads the Disneyland band to the Town Square on Main Street, where, under the direction of Vessie Walker, the band participates in daily concerts and flag ceremonies. It's not postmarked, but was dated July 18th with no year or stamp. Let's assume they visit the park on July 18th, 1966, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 84 and a low of 60. Park attendance that day was 35,522. It's addressed to Rick and John Addison of Yuba City, California. It reads, Dear Rick and John, guess who I saw at Disneyland? I saw Mickey Mouse. It will be lots of fun to come home to all my friends. Your friend, Claire. This is the last and kind of a bonus postcard for this series, as it has a date but no year. I assume 1966 based on Claire's handwriting and some other postcards sent from this family. This postcard was sent to a neighbor, as the address resembles the other addresses on some of the earlier postcards. Just for some fun, let's dive into a few stats about my Disneyland postcard collection. I keep an inventory of most of my sent postcards, with select data from each postcard including when it was postmarked. Of my 750 catalog postcards, the mode or most common years on postcards that were sent include 1957, 1965, and 1967. The average falls around 1967, and the median year for postcards in my collection is 1966. I still have around 250 postcards to catalog. We'll see if that changes as I go along and collect more postcards. Recently, I picked up 60 postcards from an antique store and was happy to find some 1980s and a few 1990s postcards. That may affect the numbers and definitely add some variety to upcoming episodes. Also, I have postcards in other languages that I may need help translating or reading. I'll post photos and hopefully someone can help. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has the Disneyland mailbox, located near Pooh Corner in Critter Country. In the background, you can see two pressed penny machines. On the back, it reads, Postcard Pals, Modern Disneyland Edition, 2022. There are over a dozen real functioning mailboxes in Disneyland. 
like this one outside of the Pooh Corner Shop in Critter Country, photo taken September 16th, 2022 by Shannon Lasky of Going To Guides. Visit goingtoguides.com today. It's postmarked November 29th, 2023 with a Santa Ana cancel and a two sailboat forever postcard postage stamp. Scott number 5747. It reads, 112823, Dear Clocky, hope you are able to get down to Disneyland for the holidays. It's pretty magical. I love your real postcard matchups. Take care, Debbie. Thank you so much for the postcard, Debbie. We were at Disneyland at the same time. I just got back from my trip, and I did some more of the postcard matchup videos. What Debbie's referring to is when I lined up a photo or postcard from the past to what it currently looks like today. I posted one on my Instagram and one on my TikTok. I'll post some more in the new year. I'm getting together a handful of photos and postcards to take with me each trip. It's a fun way to see how much the park has changed or has not changed over the years. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It'd be helpful to share your favorite episode to a friend or on social media. There are over 200 to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. <laughs>